In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This weekend, we have a beautiful text, as we just read, from the Gospel of St. John. Beautiful text showing the mercy of God in the person of our Lord Jesus Christ, present before a whole crowd of people. If you didn't catch it, the setting for this reading is actually in the temple area at Jerusalem. So a modern day, a contemporary day equivalent would be just outside the front doors of our church. This woman who was caught as the text, gospel text states, in the very act of adultery. So there's no if, ands, or buts. Everyone knows what she has done. Is brought before this crowd of people, including God in the flesh, for some kind of sentence. Now, these scribes and Pharisees, as they commonly did, were trying to catch our Lord, well, with a trick. Because if our Lord would have favored one direction, meaning that if he favored to stone the lady here, then he would have been in trouble with the Roman authorities at the time. Because at this time, the Jewish people did not have the power to execute anyone. But the Roman Empire did. That was how the law was set up. However, if it went the other direction, and our Lord said, no, do not stone her, then he would be breaking the law of Moses that was developed specifically from chapter 22 in the book of Deuteronomy, where if a woman was caught in adultery, a woman was supposed to be stoned to death. So what did they do? They create this situation of sorts. They try to catch our Lord in this situation as well with this mind game of sorts as well. And you can kind of take away from this gospel text, well, you don't try to corner Jesus. He's just going to win. And that's what he does. But magnificently, he wins with mercy. Probably the lines that stick out the most for most of us are the concluding lines of this gospel. After our Lord straightens up, he's writing in the ground, he asks this adulterous lady, woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? And she replies, no one, sir. So then our Lord utters these beautiful words, neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on, do not sin anymore. In these awesome words, of course, we encounter the mercy of God happening for us all specifically for this adulterous lady. But it's also a reminder to us in one sense that we need to indeed come to receive the mercy of God. But we also should not, at the same time, take God's mercy for granted. It can be indeed, happens probably from time to time for some of us, and we know from many other people in the world it might be a frequent a mental game they play with themselves, that they think, well, I can do whatever I want, meaning sin. I can sin whatever, however I want, because I know God, in the end, he's always going to forgive me. I can always plan on his mercy being there for me. And if one has a mindset like that, in one sense you understand, because yes, God is merciful. But in another sense, it's very dangerous, incredibly dangerous, to live life with that mindset. Saint Augustine, one of the most famous saints in the Catholic Church, he helps to illustrate this point further in better words than what I could utter. And it goes on, based on this gospel text of this adulterous woman. Saint Augustine states, Go and sin no more. 
You see then that the Lord does indeed pass a sentence, but it is sin he condemns, not people. One who would have approved of immorality would have said, Neither will I condemn you. Go and live as you please. You can be sure that I will acquit you. However much you sin, I will release you from all penalty and from the tortures of hell and the underworld. He did not say that. He said, Neither will I condemn you. You need have no fear of the past, but beware of what you do in the future. Neither will I condemn you. I have blotted out what you have done. Now observe what I have commanded in order to obtain what I have promised. And what is St. Augustine indicating by this promise? Well, this promise is eternal life. Eternal life that God has amazingly given to us, of course, by his death and his resurrection from the dead. As we know, Easter is coming up roughly two weeks away, believe it or not, with Easter being around the corner. Few people will be entering into the church. Some of them will be receiving baptism. And with the waters of baptism being poured upon them with the words of the Most Holy Trinity, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, those individuals are forgiven of their sins, every single sin they've ever committed up to that point in time that they are baptized. For those of us who are already baptized, we lovingly have the gift of confession to bring us back closer to that baptismal state that we began our lives at one time. And so, to conclude, put yourself in place of the adulterous lady in this gospel text for today. You've been caught. You've been caught in your sins. And the one who caught you is God. But you're standing alone with him. And he asks you, where is everyone else? Has no one condemned you? And you reply, no one, sir. So then our Lord Jesus Christ, God in the flesh, says to you, neither do I condemn you. Think of the sacrament of confession. Neither do I condemn you. I forgive you of your sins. Now go. And from now on, do not sin anymore. That, my friends, that's the Easter message. And that's how we can live it out. So, all you have to do is come and trust in God, and he'll take care of you in that beautiful sacrament. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.